we got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ditch the clowns on the left And the jokers on the right And join Michael Smirconish right here In the middle This is the Smirconish Podcast For independent minds I'm looking at today's newsletter On this Wednesday, the 29th of November, 2023 So my lead story today comes from Mediaite And it's a story uh, under the headline Biden encourages Gaza campaign to end I wrote that headline It's a story about how the president tweeted the following Hamas unleashed a terrorist attack because they fear nothing more than Israelis and Palestinians living side by side in peace to continue down the path of terror, violence, killing and war is to give Hamas what they seek. I mean, that's the number one story of the day. Uh, The president, you know, seemingly through his X or Twitter feed trying to rein in the IDF. And then I have the Wall Street Journal coverage about a subject we discussed yesterday. If you work hard in this country, will you necessarily get ahead? Uh, Aaron Zittner was a great guest, and I I wanted you to see that. Uh, Liz Cheney has a book coming out called Oath and Honor from CNN, also posted in today's newsletter and on my website. Cheney outs the quote-unquote orange Jesus enablers. It's her story about how there are those behind closed doors, I guess no shock here, that denounce Donald Trump and then support him. There's a story that she repeats in the book about Kevin McCarthy actually making that trip down to Mar-a-Lago after Trump left office because, quote unquote, Trump wasn't eating and they were worried about his well-being. So that's of interest. This is a sad story. A U.S. military Osprey aircraft carrying six individuals crashed off southern Japan with at least one crew member confirmed dead. That's from the Associated Press. From the Sun, overseas in the UK, China masks up again. Something's going on in China. It's not good. We worry it could be something COVID-like. No need for alarm, they say, in the United States. Yes. BBC had good coverage that I went with today about Hunter Biden challenging the GOP. If you want me, then let's do it in public. Not behind closed doors, kind of calling their bluff. Uh, Douglas Schoen has an essay in The Hill. What what would happen to Democrats if Joe Biden were to drop out of the election? Would it actually boost their fortunes? From New York Magazine, yesterday, of course, the Rosalind Carter funeral and a lot being said about Melania's attire. She was not in black. 
Uh, so I wanted to have that story, and I relied on the New York uh, Magazine coverage. Robert De Niro is upset because at the 33rd Gotham Awards, he delivered a diatribe against Donald Trump that was edited. We have that from Huffington Post. Virgin Atlantic completed the first transatlantic flight using 100% sustainable aviation fuel, a blend of waste cooking oils and fats. Wow, really? And that is in my newsletter from ABC News. From Yahoo, there's a uh, a royal book coming out. Omid Scobie is, I think, the name of the uh, the author. The book is called Endgame. A publication was was halted in the Netherlands because he outed in their version whomever the alleged racist is, you know, within the royal family. Well, he says he didn't, and it was a translation error. Hmm. Well, we've got that, and that's from Yahoo News. From the Chicago Sun-Times, very interesting story about an NHL player accused of work misconduct. We'll get to that. There's more to that story. The the Coke Network is all in for Nikki Haley. I've got that coverage from CNBC. From the Financial Times, Charlie Munger is gone at age 99, Warren Buffett's partner. You'll love this from the Washington Post. The latest kink. Crossing the political aisle. Hallie Lieberman describing how political humiliation, humiliate, why did I say it so strangely? I'm being humiliated. Political humiliation has become a niche sexual fetish. Who knew? I want to know what they do for independence. That's my question. And from USA Wow 24, which I have no idea what that is. I just liked the pictures. They had the best pictures. Taylor has apparently moved in with Travis for the holidays. With a with a moving truck, as one does. Yes. Well, yes. you'll see it there. Yeah. Um, Most people just bring their toothbrush. Outkick has Fox News's favorite story. I'm sitting here. I've been I've been in studio for three hours already. Watching it on a loop. It's the kid with face paint at the Kansas City Chiefs game. Gigi Hadid in trouble again for her social media. We have that from The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Fierce Healthcare has a story about a ransomware attack. And Dean Phillips from Politico says President Biden ought to smoke some weed. There it is. I mean, those are my hand-selected 20 links. And if you scroll through them, by the way, this is not an advertisement for you to subscribe to the newsletter. You get plenty of those. I want to make a point. But I've just given you a feeling of a, 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 an example, a great example of today's coverage. You scroll through my headlines and you get a total picture of what's going on in the world from all different sources. Not represented in today's newsletter, the New York Times. And the New York Times usually gets a link Each day there's something in the Times that I want, and I try and limit my outlets to one per day. So one from the Washington Post today. Washington Post has a lot of great stories. I'm giving them one unless there's really something special. It's the fetish story, and it's unique to the Washington Post. How do I not do that? But I want to say something about the New York Times and newspapers in particular. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. I want to say something about the New York Times and newspapers in particular. Adam Nagorny from the Times, political reporter, was here last week. He's just written a book about the modern era, 1976 forward of, you know, quote unquote, paper of record. The old gray lady. And I told Adam Nagorny when he was here, and you could watch it on my YouTube channel, the interview that aired on POTUS. I told him I touch the Times every day. It's a part of my routine. Uh, it's a hassle for me to get it because the delivery was was shoddy. Could never rely on it. And, and you remember the story that I told about TC sat here one day when I called uh, you know, whatever the 800 number is. And I, I said, hey, I, you know, I got to I got to discontinue my subscription. She said, well, how many times has it been late? I, I don't know. What did I say? Like like half the days in the last month? I haven't got it. Or I haven't got it on. She's like, she's like, that's nothing. So she hung. We were shocked. I hung in for a while. Yeah, because we were like, oh, OK. Is and then this normal? I, I finally had to stop. Yeah, and, and gaslighting you. And that's why my routine every morning consists of, of going to a Wawa, our convenience store of choice in this part of the country, and I get a cup of coffee and a Times. I don't need the coffee. I have coffee in studio. That's how much the Times means to me. On a day like today, when it's cold, you know, stopping there at an ungodly hour and running in and getting a newspaper and and, and a cup of coffee. But I do it because this newspaper matters to me. And I dread the day when I can't touch this paper or any other paper. And I fear that day is coming. And when Adam Nagorny was here, we had that conversation. Like the Times has has built uh, the, I think, the most sustainable, most profitable online digital uh, platform that dwarfs people like me who are doing both, both reading it online, which I do before I get in the car, and and then actually, you know, 
touching it. So I wanted to I wanted to point this out to you, and I hope you find this of interest. I had read the Times quickly, along with two dozen other newspapers, both last night and this morning, in a bid to be prepared to come on and speak to all of you, and also to determine what's going to go in the newsletter today. Now I get the print edition. There are like five different things that I may have looked at the headline, but I didn't stop to read in today's paper. And each one of them, I think, is is so, so interesting. Here, here I'll give you an example. I, I just I just mentioned Adam Nagorny. Coincidentally, page one above the fold today, he writes the lead story headline debate on Fox could preview race in 2028. And it's it's all about how. Tomorrow night, there's going to be this debate between Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. Uh, The reason, by the way, I didn't pick this story for the newsletter is because in the third hour of today's program, I have uh, Ron Lynn from the L.A. Times who wrote a great analysis as to which state did better when all was said and done relative to COVID, California or Florida. So I didn't pay too much mind to Nagorny's piece until I touched the print edition. That's my point. And the print edition is just great. Giving all the backstory as to what's going to go on tomorrow night in this debate. They obviously spoke to uh, to Sean Hannity. Hannity is complimentary of Gavin Newsom. Says, you know, when when he appeared on his program, quote, he came into that interview very prepared. I've interviewed people that come in totally unprepared. I think this is going to be really of interest. In fact, I'm contemplating tomorrow's poll question asking for which will the television ratings be higher? Thursday night's debate between DeSantis and Newsom or next week's fourth Republican presidential debate. The former, right? It's got to be the former. I mean, aren't you interested in watching DeSantis and Newsom? Well, I just also think Hannity's poll no matter what, right? It's got to be. Well, you could you'd say that against anything else typically because Fox is the ratings giant. Correct. But it's a presidential debate. And and we're less than 50 days away from voting. I'm trying to convince you otherwise, but I agree with you. But you've it's got, tomorrow you're night. missing the main contender. You're missing the main contender. But you would think with all the news, I mean, you heard me say the Coke, yeah. the Coke machine is in with Nikki Haley now. Right. Uh, on Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, Mr. Newsom will be sparring on Fox News, not with Mr. Hannity, but with DeSantis for 90 minutes in a studio in Alpharetta, Georgia, with no audience on hand. I think that'll diminish some of the buzz. The stakes will be high for both Mr. DeSantis, 45, whose candidacy for the Republican presidential nomination has appeared to fade in recent weeks, and Mr. Newsom, 56, who's positioned himself for a potential White House run in 2028. Uh, Let me just say something about this story, as a matter of fact. A, the ratings will be higher tomorrow than they will next week. B, I remember when they were first talking about this debate and my perception at the time was that DeSantis was hesitant. DeSantis was hesitant because at the time, DeSantis was was either about to announce or had just announced, and people still thought, like, he's going to be the guy to give Trump a run for his money. And he hasn't. Now he needs it. Like, he needs what comes from the perception that he's the next generation of leaders. So I believe the stakes have totally changed from DeSantis. This almost becomes a Hail Mary for him. Second observation is there's no way Kamala Harris can be happy about it. 
about the two of them being front and center tomorrow night on Fox in that debate. So there's a story that when I touched the paper, like I really appreciated it and would otherwise have missed it. Okay, here's another one on the front page of the New York Times today. Do you remember when recently, and I know I had the coverage, I think from the from the New York Post, but recently I had uh, a story about the alleged Gilgo Beach killer's wife showing up in court. And I said, huh, wonder why she's in court. Like, you know, I, I thought that, that she'd made a break from this guy and that she realized they've got a pretty damn strong case. He hasn't been convicted. But I, I found it very curious, and I think here on POTUS, that was all I said. Wow, that's interesting. Well, here's the explanation, I think. After Rex Hewerman was arrested in July and accused of slaughtering women found bound in burlap and buried along a desolate stretch of beach in Gilgo, his family was left reeling and destitute. With their dilapidated Massapequa home, Ranch house turned inside out by investigators, Ms. Mr. Hurman's wife, Asa Ellerup, and their two grown children were left to sleep on mats and cook on a grill in the front yard in full view of news crews and, tri- and true crime gawkers. Things got so bad that the daughter of a West Coast serial killer created an online fundraiser. But where some saw evil, depravity, and tragedy, media companies saw pater swooping in with lucrative bids to turn the whole thing into content. Peacock, the streaming service owned by NBC Universal, is paying the family to participate in a documentary series covering the family through Mr. Hurman's trial, which is likely to begin next year. So it, nowhere in the story does it say what I surmise, which is it's important that they get in the courtroom to add to need the, some, sh- the show. Need some B-roll. Right. You need B-roll. Exactly. That's right. We, amazing. We need to see them coming in and out of the courtroom. Yeah. Wow. Uh, disappointed, disgusted, flabbergasted, frustrated are a few of the words that come to mind right now. Her sister, Sherry Gilbert, wrote in a social media post, the way that the media will buy stories to further re-victimize, re-traumatize, and exploit the families and victims of serial killers is is evil. Uh, that's from a relative of a woman whose remains were found in the Gilgo Beach area. Hang on, I want to go to the jump page and tell you something else about this. Something else that I learned. And maybe all of you already knew this. <laughs> You're just so happy over there reading the newspaper. Yeah, I'm just reading the paper to you today. Uh, prosecutors say that Hurman, 60, Manhattan architect, suburban father, killed three women, hired as escorts, wrapped them in a burlap. Uh, yeah, I already knew that part. Oh, here, here it is. Um, the wife was not charged. Investigators have said that she was away on trips when the killings happened. By the way, that always struck me as a little, you mean like he was able to resist no, until she ahead. went? He planned. What are you talking about? Why is that? But he, never, he never just wanted to kill somebody when yeah, he did. she then happened he, to be home. Well, you got to, you know, he doesn't want to be caught. All right. Just note my note, my my questioning. Oh, oh uh, so you. Th- oh, wait. Are you saying that you think she knew? I'm going to get to that. Just just hang on here. Oh, going to hang on. Her lawyer, Robert Macedonio, said she knew nothing about the killings and that the only thing she knows about the charges is what's been reported in the media. She wants to believe that the spouse she's been married to for 27 years wasn't capable of these crimes. She wants to see and hear the evidence as it plays out in the courtroom. Yeah, with Peacock filming, I'm sure. This is the part that was news to me. 
Many people do, meaning they want to watch it play out. True crime is a booming category of entertainment that encompasses documentaries, scripted series, and audio. The genre makes up 24% of the nation's most popular podcasts, according to Pew Research. Serial killers constitute a popular subgenre of their own. Did you know how much interest there is in the world? Well, you and I each have a podcast, right? Did you I, know how much? I mean, maybe TC After Dark ought to be talking about serial true killers. Crime. No, I, kn- I know that from Instagram. A lot of my um, like women bloggers are obsessed with true crime podcasts. For Miss Ellerup to speak about Mr. Hurman to a film crew carries the inherent risk that what she says can be used against her, says John Ray, a lawyer who represents relatives of Ms. Gilbert and of Jessica Taylor. They're all walking on extremely thin ice, said Mr. Ray, who called it implausible that Ms. Ellerup knew nothing about her husband's deeds and said that she she could be considered a suspect and investigated accordingly. Uh, apparently, she's going to be good TV, though. Ms. Ellerup's personality seems ripe for the camera. Like Mr. Hurman, she grew up mostly in Massapequa Park, a working class suburb, and can hold her own against pushy reporters and other interlopers. When she returned home two weeks after her husband's arrest, she greeted photographers with a lewd gesture. What do you think that was? Finger or up yours? Finger. Yeah, me too. Uh, She greeted photographers. Wait, what was the other gesture? With a lewd gesture, singular, and then settled into bantering from afar with reporters, but ignoring their substantive questions. So she seems she seems like central casting for this. Oh, boy. Right. You see what I missed? Yeah. Did you see the headline? I have more. I have more. Okay, Just sit tight. You're not going to... I'm going to share with you, ladies and gentlemen, what you can only get when you actually read the newspaper. And there's some amuse-bouche, even though I've already started the appetizer course. I guess that doesn't work today. Just stick with me, okay? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be that chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions to help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. So what part of the paper do you want me to go to next? Your choices are obits, culture, or sports. I'll take uh, sports, please. Okay. So Monday night, the Florida Panthers were in Ottawa for a hockey game. Yeah, yeah, yes, they were. <laughs> uh, fight breaks out in the third period. Florida's leading when this all happens, 4-0. to zero. Brady Tachik, I think it's pronounced, the Senators' captain, comes off the bench, got a quick breakaway. His shot was saved. He tried to score on the rebound, and then Dmitry Kulikov of the Panthers drove him into the boards with his stick. Both teams then rushed in. Fights broke out everywhere. There were seven minutes left in the game. Every player was given, because of the brawl that ensued, every player was then given a 10-minute misconduct, and consequently, the game ended. Wow! Let's listen. I mean, there's, there's no doubt you're going to get Ottawa a fight for Brady I mean, he's... Two minutes for goaltender interference, two minutes for roughing. Florida, number 12, has two minutes for roughing, and then every player on the ice has a 10-minute misconduct. Florida will have a two-minute power play. So the penalty was on Kachuk for goalie interference. Kachuk, Kachuk. That's the only way I could see that happening, and it, it, I'm not quite sure, but he's going to They don't know what to do. Right. No one knows what to do. They're like counting players. So everybody on the ice got the 10-minute penalty. There are a few left over, but oh, not yeah, enough to finish. One more goal was then scored. Right, exactly. The Panthers coach, Paul Maurice, seen chuckling on the bench. Oh, the grandma. Grandma in the stands. Shocked. She didn't like it. She, she's shocked. Both their grandsons in this game tonight. Both sides undermanned for the rest of the game. There was one more goal. The final score, 5-0 to zero Panthers. 5-0 to zero Panthers. Uh, I have more. I have more. These are all the things that I miss unless I actually touch the paper. I think you'll get a kick out of where I'm going next, especially if you are a pet owner. How about this, you dog owners? If there were a medication, if there were a drug that you could give to your pet, and it would extend their life, in all likelihood, for at least a year, would you give it to them? I mean, we've all been there at the end. I, I, am a, uh, I think I am a great, I am a 10 out of 10 dog owner, except at the end, because I get so emotional that I hang in. It's happened to me twice, where I, I probably just hung in too long, and in their best interest, the time had come. Well, you know? that's what I was going to ask. When you say uh, extend their lives a year, that's what's in good health. What's the quality of life going to be right, like? Right, right, right. Okay, right. so Emily Anthus. I hope I'm doing right, Emily, by the pronunciation. Boy, it's, it was even hard to read the first two paragraphs because it's so true. Listen to this. The life of a pet dog. Dr. Marty would, would appreciate this story, right? The life of a pet dog follows a predictable trajectory. 
Over time, the floppy-eared puppy that keeps falling asleep in his food bowl will become a lanky-legged adolescent with an insatiable interest in squirrels before eventually settling into adulthood as a canine creature of habit with a carefully chosen napping location and a well-rehearsed greeting ritual. Well-written so far, accurate so far. But as the years progress, his joints will stiffen and his muzzle will gray. And one day, which will inevitably arrive too soon, his wagging tail will finally still. When you adopt a dog, you're adopting future heartbreak, says Emily Adams, a New Yorker who owns three Rhodesian Ridgebacks. It's worth it over time because you just have so much love between now and when they go, but their lifespans are shorter than ours. Now, here comes the news of the day. In recent years, scientists have been chasing after drugs that might stave off this heartbreak by extending the lives of our canine companions. And on Tuesday, the biotech company Loyal announced that it had moved one step closer to bringing one drug to market. Quote, the data you provided are sufficient to show that there is a reasonable expectation of effectiveness an official at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration informed the company in a recent letter, which was provided to the New York Times. That means that the drug for which Loyal declined to identify for proprietary reasons has met one of the requirements for expanded conditional approval. Wow. Yeah, so this could be coming to market. I missed this. Hang on, jump page. I know that probably drives Dan batshit, doesn't it? Dan, <laughs> does that drive you batshit? No, it's you hear my newspaper? No, it's great. Okay. I'm reading the paper, okay? Oh, yeah. We're here for it. (sighs) The drug is not available to pet owners yet. The FDA must still review the company's safety and manufacturing data. Conditional approval, which Loyal hopes to receive in 2026, would allow the company to begin marketing the drug for canine life extension even before a large clinical trial is complete. Celine Halua, the founder, quote, we're going to be going for claiming at least one year of healthy life expansion. And then further along in the story, you know, you're wondering what I was wondering, which is this. These findings have raised the tantalizing possibility that scientists might be able to find drugs that had the same life extending effects for people. That remains an active area of research, but canine longevity has recently started to attract more attention in part because dogs are good models for human aging and in part because many pet owners would love more time with their furry family members. How many of us have been in the position? I know you were in the position where, you know, sadly your dog gets ill and there's some very expensive and you don't have health insurance, dog insurance. I always laughed at it. If you do. Yeah. It doesn't cover Mm -hmm. as much as it should. But you're all in anyway. You're all in. You mortgage the house, whatever it takes. Basically had to been there, made foolish decisions. I don't. Well, Um, were they? Oh, and then she's still with us. And then the the art Kaplan's of the world. I say that affectionately weigh in because there's there are some ethicists who say, well, wait a minute, the dogs have not given consent. But then again, the dogs never give consent. I was about to say. Who gets to speak for the dogs? We do. So, yeah, isn't that something? I, I could tell you some of the science behind it, but I would have to pronounce or try to pronounce a lot of words that are beyond my, my capability. So there's that. What do, we, what do we have so far? The backstory on the debate, uh, the fact that the alleged Gilgo Beach killer's wife has a, a big TV deal, your dog might live longer. 
the hockey game, the hockey. where everybody on ice got a 10-minute penalty with seven minutes to go. Um, oh, here's one. This was really a cool discovery for me today. This was such a great discovery. I've published seven books. That first book is always special. In my case, it was called Flying Blind, and it was published in the aftermath of September 11 by an independent publisher in Philadelphia. One of the founders became a very good friend of mine named Buzz Teacher. Oh, he's the best. Buzz Teacher has had great success as a publisher, and uh, folks nationally will remember, I'll bet, a book, a photo book, a coffee table book that came out in the 90s called Sisters. And Sisters was from Carol Celine and Sharon Wolmuth. And it was fabulous. And then there were follow-ups to Sisters. And for 63 weeks, Sisters was high atop the New York Times bestseller list. That's my friend Buzz. Buzz is ma- married to Janet Bukovinsky, who was also a good friend and wonderful person. So I had uh, breakfast with, or lunch, I had lunch with Buzz about five years ago. And I remember exactly where we were. We were outdoors at a place called the Lambertville Station. There you go. And we were we were just catching up on life with one another, including our professional goals. And maybe it was four years ago. I remember sharing with him the fact that I, I'm, I'm launching this newsletter. I'm really into this newsletter. And, I, you know, you're a publisher, Buzz. Let me tell you what I'm, I'm looking to do here. Uh, I probably took up too much time of the luncheon conversation. Um, Buzz's news was that he was writing a unique book about the history of publishing. So lo and behold, today, New York Times, half a page, half a page, Janet and Buzz, their book came out. Love this headline. Publishing's good old days, martinis and all. And it is a, a, a book all about, and it's an illustrated oral history of American book publishing and book selling in the 20th century. It is beautifully, beautifully produced. I have a copy, and it, it's it's heavy. Like th- this is the coffee table. This is not the coffee table book. It's real. It's the real deal. What a treat it is! What a treat it is. Who wrote this? Dwight Garner. What a treat it is to settle into among friends. An illustrated oral history of American book publishing and book selling in the 20th century, a monster size art book with a monster size price, $200, makes a great gift, that primarily revisits the 60s through the 90s. This was a time, listen to this now, this was a time, if the contributors can be believed, when all martinis came in triplicate, when level-headed hippies out West made big money publishing books about hydroponics before you could say they were about pot and all kinds of mass market and novelty bets like juggling for the complete klutz, which came with three bean bags and how to keep your Volkswagen alive and paid off. And then further along, it says this book edited by Buzz teacher and Janet Bukovinsky teacher is a passion project. And it performs a necessary service getting these stories on paper before they vanish. The ephemera, old publishers, weekly covers, advertisements, is first rate. Some good stories are told as well. And then I love this. For example, here is Jason Epstein, the editorial director of Random House, replying to Mario Cuomo, then the governor of New York, when Cuomo complained that his wife could not find a copy of his new memoir in a bookstore. Reply, Governor, 
No author since Homer has been able to find his own book in a bookstore. I've been that. I've been that person. I've been on the horn to the publisher, probably buzz back in the day, like, I can't find my book. Here, one more vignette from this. We read about the time that Bob Woodward was walking with his agent, David Obst, and saw a dime on the street. Literary agents traditionally have taken 10% of their clients' earnings, though that figure has risen. Woodward bent down, picked up the coin, then he rummaged in his pocket, found a penny, and handed it to Obst. Come on. Okay? The book is called Among Friends. My, my Friends... Uh, Buzz and Janet are responsible. I, I mean, how, how thrilling it was. to them. Yeah. I got to show you the book. It's yeah. gorgeous. I'd love to see it. Michael Smirconish. Man, that was fun, at least for me, sharing with you the newspaper. You know, old school, just, just reading the newspaper. All the things that I missed when I did a cursory read-in and, and solely focused on the New York Times. Whether it's the, the debate story, whether it's an obituary from the woman who sang Mr. Big Stuff, whether it's the dog longevity story, the hockey fight, or the Gilgo Beach alleged killer. So, uh, thank you. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.